thanks, Brian. Sorry. Oh, you're, you're singing all of it. You know you don't have to. Nope, you're persevering. Nearly there. Yeah, I hope there's many more too. Hang on, what are you trying to do? Yeah, no. Don't think you can manage giving me the bumps on your own. Look, times are a little tight today, so if we want to get to eat some of that birthday cake we've been sent, we better get the news done. The button? Yeah, go for it. Ramper Design, a Spanish gaming brand, has announced a collaboration with Corvus Belly to create a new board game based on the popular sci-fi skirmish game Infinity. The game, named Acheron's Fall, is set in the Infinity universe and features frenetic space battles with high-quality plastic resin ships. According to Ramon, one of the creators of Acheron's Fall, the game includes mechanics that are not found in any other ship game in the market. It has an innovative movement system that represents the inertias of the ships on the table using D12 dice. The game also includes resource management of the ships where players have to distribute energy and crew to perform actions or improve them. Acheron's Fall is based on a chapter in the Infinity backstory surrounding the Aquarion lock in the Paradiso system. Players will be able to take command of a fleet to protect the human sphere from the alien forces of the combined army or from the rapacity of the other great powers. The game is scheduled for release at the end of 2023 through a crowdfunding campaign. Those interested in testing the game can do so at the events dedicated to the Infinity Universe this year. Namely, Interplanetario from August 18th to the 20th in Vigo, Galicia, or at Freak Wars September the 9th to the 10th in Madrid. Ramper Design, which started as part of the wargaming hobby, has become the first studio for the creation of board game projects in Mallorca, Spain. The brand carries out all kinds of projects related to the hobby, including event organisation, podcasting, testing, regulations, project management and board game creation. Fans of the Monster Hunter video game series can now look forward to an exciting new adventure with the upcoming release of the Monster Hunter World Iceborne, the board game. The game, which is set to launch on May 18th, will see players embarking on a frozen hunt, battling massive monsters in a new standalone board game that comes packed with new gameplay mechanics. Lead designer and product owner Jamie Perkins recently shared some juicy details about the game revealing that it will include new monsters specific to Iceborne, as well as new Elder Dragons. In addition, all 14 Hunter classes will be returning with brand new weapons, armour and Iceborne-themed sculpts. Players can also look forward to exclusive content that can be hunted down and unlocked during the campaign. One of the most exciting new mechanics in the game is the Clutch Claw a grappling hook that hunters can use to rapidly cross the game board and get a better angle for their next shot. Players can also use Clutch Claw to grapple their way straight to the monster for maximum damage. Monster Hunter World Iceborne, the board game, will also feature Monster Turf Wars, where aggressive monsters battle it out. 
forcing players to re-evaluate their strategy and decide whether to turn their attention to the invading monster or focus on completing their quests. The game is cross-compatible with Monster Hunter World, allowing players to take hunters or indeed monsters from one game into the other in arena quests. However, the campaigns aren't designed to be mixed for balance and onboarding reasons. Asmodee is set to release a new game in the Double Collection. Double Connect is set to add a new dimension to the already popular game as families will now be able to play in teams. The gameplay still requires quick thinking and fast reflexes, but the new version is sure to provide even more entertainment for fans of the game. Double Connect is played using hexagonal cards that players must match up by finding the common symbols. However, unlike the classic version, teams will now compete to be the first to connect four cards in their team colour. The game is designed to keep everyone involved and on their toes, with players able to use the cards to block other teams before they can connect. Featuring modern graphics with lifestyle items, Double Connect is also expected to attract older players as well as teens and adults who already enjoy the classic version. Double Connect is recommended for ages 8 and up and will retail for $14.99 and should be in stores by the end of this month. WizKids have announced their exciting new board game, Dungeons & Dragons Trials of Tempest. Described as both a dungeon crawler and a miniatures skirmish game, this new adventure promises to be a game that will interest a variety of both Dungeons and & Dragons and board game fans alike. Two to eight players play the roles of rivaling parties of adventurers, determined to come out on top in a series of challenging trials. Games will build up to an exciting finale, where teams will face off against the Guardian of the Trials to achieve the title of the victor. To give even more choice to fans, two versions of the game will be available on release. The standard edition will include 25 beautiful miniatures, deck of cards, tokens and 4 d20 dice along with the rulebook for £79. Uh, for those looking for a touch of class though, the premium edition of the game will feature 25 painted miniatures but will set you back £159. Thankfully, fans won't have to wait long until they get their hands on the latest Dungeons & Dragons adventure, as the release window for Trials of Tempest is set for the third quarter of this year. Well, 2023 is definitely shaping up to be an exciting year for fans of the Indiana Jones franchise. Not only were we treated to the first trailer for the new film, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, set to release at the end of June, but Funko Games have just announced not one, but four new games based on the IP. With Funko Games continuing to roll out tabletop adaptations of movies, was about time we had our favourite fedora-wearing archaeologists take the limelight. First up is an addition to the already popular Something Wild collection in the form of Something Wild Indiana Jones. Funko's Something Wild line of rummy games in which players lay down sets and runs to grab character-based power cards, with a third such card giving them the win. The Something Wild sets can all be mixed together for some genre-bending combinations, and remember, you still get your Diddy pocket-sized indie pop. Next up is Indiana Jones Cryptic, an intriguing first entry in a new series of interactive mystery games described as Puzzles and Pathways Adventures. Following the pattern of escape room games and using Dr. Jones's journal as a guide, players will decipher ancient texts, uncover valuable clues, and defeat unknown evils with logic, deduction, and creative thinking. 
Indiana Jones, Throw Me the Idol, is the next game. It's a team-based party game for 2-10 to ten players, going full-on crystal maze in both physical and mental challenges. In this new release, two teams will get to let loose and reenact classic moments from the movies during 12 raucous rounds of adventure. Lastly, Indiana Jones Sands of Adventure is based on the very first Indiana Jones movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark. This immersive 2-4 player cooperative strategy game features Jones, Sala, Marion Ravenwood and Marcus Brody in a race against time to rescue the Ark of the Covenant. Unique character powers will keep the game different during each session, as players make use of their cards to turn the tide in their favour. You'll play cards by upgrading tiles, attacking enemies and racing against time. Specifically a sand timer that slowly fills with gems, then flips. The game is due out this June. Well, someone's been a bit naughty, or it's exactly how they planned it, over at the Disney camp. As the rules for the new Disney Lorcana TCG have been released slash leaked. However you see it. Right, let's have a peek, shall we? At its core, players are attempting to collect 20 lore kind of victory point to win the game. The most exciting part of the new system is the ink system, comparable to mana in other games. Here, instead of having its own card type, ink, the game's currency, can be created from any card with the ink marking around its cost. These will usually be character cards. This makes the choice of dropping a card to be ink or keeping it in your hand to play later a delicious choice to make. Combat is as expected with players being able to target other characters who are already exerted for the round, removing them from future turns if the attack value is greater than the defense value, with damage being tracked with tokens. Once players have a deck, either one of the pre-constructed decks to coincide with launch or one of their own making, more on that shortly, they sit down and draw seven cards into their hands. First player can then play a card, use a character ability that doesn't require exertion, use an item ability, or, if a character has been on the board for one more more turns, quest, challenge, or use an ability that requires them to exert. Exerting a card is noted by turning it on its side, so tapping it then, meaning exerted cards can't challenge or quest again. Sounds familiar. Questing gives the player the number of lore points written on the card. Getting to 20 lore points will win you the game, but questing leaves your card open for an attack on the next round. Challenging sees the attacking player exert their card and target an exerted card on the other side. Both cards take and receive damage. If the defense score of a card is met, it is discarded. Item cards can be used on the turn they are played and stay on your board between the characters and the ink. Actions are usual one-off effects that can then be discarded. Similarly, songs offer a variety of effects, but have their cost removed if you have a character on the board of the right ink cost to play them. A few rules are enforced when creating your own deck, as always, but besides that, you're free to go wild. Every Lorcana deck must contain 60 cards, with a maximum 4 copies of any individual card. The only other limitation is your deck can only contain 1 or 2 ink colours. We think the ink limitations is really to stop the game being totally broken by playing only the best cards from each ink set. So we're heading on over for the Board Game Geek Top 5 Hotness List. So these games are on the list, may already be out. 
are due to come out or crowdfunding at the moment. It tends to be a list based on what people are searching for over on BoardGameGeek right now. And on to this week's top 5 games making waves over on the BoardGameGeek as of recording, obviously. In 5, it's Frosthaven. And yeah, enough said. In 4, Fractured Sky is doing the rounds over on Kickstarter as we speak and is a game of deduction, sneaky strategy and resource management set on a fantastical island. In 3, Earth is still up here, the open world engine builder for 1-5 to five players with simple rules but tons of strategic evolution and adaptation. In 2, an asymmetric politico-economic card-driven board game puts you in the role of one of the socio-economic groups in a fictional state. The working class, the middle class, the capitalist class and the state itself. And that game is hegemony. In 1. Just announced and causing a stir is Cascadia Landmarks. The expansion sees players continue to create sprawling habitats and place beautiful natural landmarks within them. The expansion also adds more game components, enabling it to be played by up to six players. And we're on to crowdfunding, and this game's over on Kickstarter at the moment. So you're trying to enjoy your garden, but what's that? A swarm of ladybugs, a nasty tick infestation, and a bunch of tickly spiders starting to invade your garden. Time to grab your gear and defend yourself, or, if you're that way inclined, Simply throw them to the neighbour in Snail Trails, the card game. So howdy neighbours, Snail Trails is a funky new retro card game where you finally have the power to defend yourself while you are enjoying your garden. Your garden, possible place of serenity, a place to relax and enjoy getting stung by multiple hornets, spiders creeping up and down your leg and snails smooching with no filter and don't even get me started about that creep that calls himself your neighbour. So choose a strategy card, collect the best gear and fight to become once again the alpha garden leader by deceiving and destroying everything in your path. With over 38 unique hand-drawn designs and with more to come, these cards can be frightening but also very comical. There are attack, defense, bounce and utility cards. Three lives, so go destroy your neighbor. Get the Kickstarter exclusive edition for just £17 or grab the game and the Not Safe for Work booster for £26. Well, that's this week's news taken care of, Brian. Time for some cake and for me to swat up on my TI4 game ready for next weekend. Oh, so you're up for some coaching, are you? Okay, I might take you up on that. First, say goodbye to everyone for me. Yep, yep, yep. And it's a goodbye from me. Keep safe, meeples. Keep those dice rolling. The card's shuffling and we'll be right here for you next week.